Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy. Gordy. Can I bother you for a second? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks here on the Brownly Dumb Show. Before we get the show started, we'd like to let you know that the Brownly Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Folks, using promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, get 20% off and free shipping on your Manscaped order today. Enjoy. That is promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, 20% off. Thanks to Big Game Bob. Folks, enjoy the goddamn show. Hi, folks. Coming to you live here. Episode 62, coming in fast, coming in hot. Big Game Bob on the audio and bringing this baby on over to YouTube. Why not? Why not get the the fine folks of YouTube on this as well? Get them gathered around their computers here. Let's get rocking and rolling here again. This is episode 62. Now, nothing wrong with episode 62, but 63. That's episode 63. We sit in with America's own Pat McAfee, ex-Colts punter, beautiful podcast. He's got it all going on. This is a top five guest to mine, folks. I've been chomping at the bit to get Pat McAfee on. Now, I know we're going to YouTube now, so probably going to need a little bit better of a backdrop here. We got the 1924 mirrors when they first started making mirrors behind me here. And we got this painting by um, Michael Roberts. Michael Roberts. Looks like it's somewhere in Italy. You probably can't see that. Either way, what we got to do, no doubt about it, is go ahead and get you folks little bit different of a backdrop there, working on that. Let's go ahead and jump right into this action-packed show. Folks, for those of you who did not see the Instagram, we had a very special moment um, yesterday. A guy, a kid by the name of Eric Gill, who had just turned 21, um, he, his family had contacted me. Uh, he had been battling cancer for the past year and, and was told by doctors that he had a 4% chance to live another year. Um, his family contacted me and, and asked me if if I could be the one. He's a big friend of the pod. If I could be the one to share the news to him that he was under remission and that the cancer was going away. It, it was a surreal um, experience. We're going to bring him on the show. It, it's a fascinating story. Go check out the video on Instagram. It, it was life-changing for me. Why somebody would want me to be the guy to deliver that news, I, I'll never understand, but I was just so honored to do it. The most nervous I've ever been to, it was just spectacular. We have him coming on the show. In the meantime, let's jump into our sports bit. No pro sports here with this one, so I'm going to take the reins here. I played golf at an airport course the other day. Now, the reason it's an airport course is because it's right next to the airport. So you have you have beach courses. You have all different types of courses. These beach courses, every hole, it's not every hole, but every now and then, you know, you get a good view at the beach, you know, all that stuff. This airport course was right next to the airport, okay? So you got a guy here that's scratching and clawing to break 90. 
I want to get in the mid-80s, okay? Two years into the game, I'm dedicated to the game. I'm scratching and clawing to get into the mid-80s, okay? But I got to do that with planes flying over my head. You want to talk an airport course. I spent $65 to play at this course that my friend recommended. You got the fairway, you got the rough, and then you got the runway of the airport. There's no middle ground. You know, there's not a couple Walmarts in between and then over beyond is the airport. No, it's next to you. So as soon as the plane crosses the fringe, which, by the way, the plane is literally almost at your ear. Okay? A lawnmower I could do. A plane is a whole different ballgame. Imagine trying to make a 10-footer for birdie during Pearl Harbor. And you're just out there on the greens, just tapping away, trying to break 90. It was unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, as soon as it crosses the fringe, that plane is landing. There are wheels on the ground. To the point where it's so close, the guy on the tarmac, he's kind of just out there looking at my putt. There's a little bit of bushes that kind of separates it. And rather than directing the planes on where to go, this guy's trying to read my putt. He's out there reading my putt. Because, yeah, you're going to have a little break to left to right there. Shouldn't you be focusing on the goddamn runway? No disrespect, sir. And to be quite frank with you, I'm getting the same read. I'm seeing left to right as well. But could you focus on the planes? You know, this is the type of shit that you had going on on this course. Even the command center, base to Delta, base to Delta 486, you got a Pro V1 on the runway, careful on that landing there. The planes ducking and diving, Pro V1s. They hear four when they're getting ready to land and they just swerve that thing. I've never seen anything like it. And not to be a, a cheap bastard, maybe it's the Jewish side of me, but should I have to pay $65 to have airplanes interrupting my golf round? Am I so crazy for that, Gracie Ibrahim, who's on the audios on the ones and twos somewhere back there behind the glass? Now, I get into the sand trap on two. This is early into the match. And my buddy goes, hey, you're, you're out of bounds. You're OB. I said, how is that OB? I'm in the sand trap. Sand trap is right next to the hole. It's not an ideal spot to be, but I don't think that I'm out of bounds. He goes, well, I mean, by all means, you could go ahead and shoot it. He says you can go ahead and shoot it, but at your own risk. You got Spirit Airlines, flight 675, takes off at 217. You don't want to get in the way of Spirit Airlines there. If it's Delta, if it's JetBlue, American Airlines, that's okay. Probably not going to hit you. Spirit Airlines, we got no idea where this plane is going. So as of 217... If you were in the bunker at 215, 216, you're okay. 217, you got a Spirit Airlines plane coming right over your head. They got no idea where there's going. Just in the middle of your fucking putt. And it's not like this just takes place on two. This is just about every single hole. You're so close to this airport. You could hear the captain making the announcements inside the plane. 
Good evening, folks. This is your captain speaking here. Got a beautiful sunny day here in Los Angeles, California. Getting ready for takeoff here. In the meantime, please enjoy this clown on the tee box over here on the par three with a three wood for 155 yards of distance. Folks, this should be really good. Four! The captain's just watching you tee off. What an absolute zoo. I shot a 97. And to be quite frank with you, Grace, I think I would have broke 90 if I didn't have planes flying over my head. We went with a caddy as well. Now, this guy, he was the caddy for Sammy Ryder on the PGA Tour, Big Wave Dave. He was in the Riviera video we did, Part 3. It's amazing the difference these caddies make. I mean, he took a couple strokes off my game for sure. I mean, these guys, it's just absolutely insane. We get up on a par five on the back nine. He goes, yeah, you're going to want to go right over that bunker. Try and catch it in the speed tunnel here. We got going with the wind. I said, the speed tunnel? What the fuck is a speed tunnel? I said, Dave, I, I, I'm shooting in the 90s, okay? The last thing I'm worried about right now is getting my ball into a speed tunnel. I'm trying not to go out of bounds here, okay? That's the only thing I'm worried about is seeking a couple fairways. The wind tunnel. These guys, these caddies, it's exceptional. It really is. Any who. All right, folks. So as promised, I, I thought it would be neat. And it, again, I spoke about it a little bit on the show for the new subscribers out there. The way we usually do things here, 62, 63 episodes in on the Burnley Dumb Show. Sports bit, two comedy bits, and then close that thing down with the Ask Bob segment. We're going to change things up a little bit. Because I want to show you guys um, my Zoom chat with Eric Gill, who was told that he would have a 4% chance uh, from doctors that he would see the next year as he was diagnosed with cancer. An incredible kid. His father asked me if I could give the news to him that his cancer was in remission, which was one of the coolest experiences of my life to, to be able to give that good of news to somebody. Um, it, it was just absolutely surreal. And, you know, I said it on my Instagram. I, I, I'll i never be under, be able to understand why, you know, someone would want me to be the one to deliver that news. But I, I was just so honored. And it, it was an experience like no other, to say the least. And so what we're going to do is we're going to play the video uh, from last night of me and my Zoom chat with him. And then I thought it would be cool. We're going to bring him in on the show. And, you know, I wanted to ask a couple follow-up questions for him. As you can imagine, he's a huge, huge uh, inspiration, I mean, to me and a lot of people now out there. And I think it'd be really cool to have him on. So here we go. This is from my last night's call, giving Eric Gill and letting him know the information that he is a cancer survivor and that his cancer is in remission. Here we go, folks. Enjoy. If it isn't Mr. Eric Gill. I gotta inform you, my my family sucks at surprises. Now your family tells you that you gotta be on this Zoom call at 8 39 o'clock. Did you ever think it's gonna be big game Bob? What was what was oh, your absolutely not? No no chance of that shit. <laughs> no, I was gonna hey. bring I was going to bring the microphone on, but I didn't want to think that I was interviewing you for the brilliantly dumb show. How you doing? Yeah. 
I gotta tell you, I knew it wasn't a family friend, but I don't think I, I don't think I knew it was you. But. <laughs> no, it's funny. I got a DM from your buddy Mitch. Oh, okay. The yeah, yeah. Things I saw, I saw a friend of the pod, and I saw from New Jersey. I got off the golf course. I was on so goddamn fast, real quick. <laughs> What'd you shoot? To go get me. You know, oh, you shooting high eighties. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's the process. Are you are you getting out there? Are you able to golf at all? Yeah, I, I broke a I broke a hundred, so you know it's pretty good considering my condition right now. So I, I golf last week and I'm aiming for I'm going out tomorrow and I'm aiming for ninety. So we'll see. But you uh, you're getting after it tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's my guy. Yeah. Tell me, buddy, how what's been go how are treatments? Good. They um. Oh, my my apologies if I, if I dry heave a lot <laughs> during this day. You'll hear it. Um, but yeah, um, they've been going good. It's just um. You know, just um, it's a lot of it's not as intensive as uh, as typical chemo. Um, it's they they use stem cell treatment um, in my arms and uh, in my upper chest. Um, so it's basically just like an IV once a week, and, and um, um, I'm lower energy, you know, every day. But um, it's not at the point where I mean, I've seen some people suffer through chemo. Um, you know, on a, on a daily basis. So, um, it's not that bad. Um, I don't look like Lex Luthor right now. I mean, my head's pretty patchy, but I mean, other than that, yeah, you know what, my, um, yeah. My, mom, hey, uh, my mom had cancer and, and so I, you know, I was, I, I was there to, you know, watch the process and, you know, I can only imagine just how tough it's been the good news for you. So I got a little bit of good news for you. Nothing crazy. You want two, two things. I'll do you. Okay. First thing we'll keep it like, first thing, the good thing is you really haven't missed much because there's been not shit going on in case you haven't heard. That's I, I have, I've been aware of that. So it's been, it's been good. Apparently no one else can visit other people too. So it's just been some work out being in isolation. You haven't missed the goddamn thing. Now, you don't think that I'm going to come here and just half-ass and just give you some average news, right? Oh, no. Well, I, I'm assuming if they're, uh, if they're bringing in the big guns, it's, it's, something, it's something solid. We are, we're, we're bringing in the big guns for this. Okay? I'm not going to come here. I'm not going to half any, half-ass anything. I say okay. something has to be – it's got to be a big announcement. Sure, absolutely. All right? I got okay. off the phone with your pops. I was on the phone with your pops for a little while. Uh-huh. The shit that you've been battling month in, month out. Uh-huh. Eric, your cancer's in remission. <laughs> You're beating that fucking thing, man. You're beating that thing. It's going away, bud. Oh, man. Yeah, I told your pops I wasn't going to lose it. <laughs> in remission, buddy. I can't imagine just the shit that, that you know that you you've entailed and and had to do, dude. And I mean, when your parents said you know deliver the message, I just was so happy to do it. And dude, I just am, I, I'm so happy for you, man. I I just can't imagine what's going through your mind right now. I just I I I was so happy to do this. I wasn't kidding you when I told you I was gonna run off the golf course for that. You're beating this fucking thing, man. You're beating this thing. That's great. Is that not incredible? Let me tell you what we're going to do when it's all said and done, you do your treatments, you got to, you know, you do the necessary steps. It looks like we're on the way up here. 
do what you got to do. And when that's all done, you come out to Los Angeles and we at your parents aren't going to like this. We are going to party like there's no tomorrow. Okay. Hey, it's on. It's on me. It's on me. That's the least. Oh, I no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let me pay for it. <laughs> We're gonna be pranking claws. We're gonna be doing the whole nine yards. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, and and I, I mean this, Eric. I, again, I'm I'm honored that your parents asked me to share this. I'll be with you every step on the way here, moving forward. You know, right. your, uh, your dad has my number that it will get to you as well. And dude, it, and anything at all, it takes a special individual to be able to beat this thing. And uh, you, you're a tough cookie, man. You really are. Damn. Damn. All I wanted for my birthday was a cameo from you. That's all That's all I asked for. I'm giving you much and, more than the cameo. Oh, man. <laughs> you're busting my balls here. <laughs> what is it like? You're giving me this shit instead. <laughs> what's, go, what's going through your head? Is this just unbelievable for oh, you? This, oh, this is great. I was thinking, um, man. You know, I was checking my email and they busted my balls. And I was thinking I was going to get a happy birthday message for me for, you know, a cameo. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, I've been refreshing my email every day and uh, it hasn't sinned. And then uh, I got this. So <laughs> I told you we were That's, not going to uh, have your buddy Mitch played it smart. He, I saw the only thing I saw a friend of the pod, New Jersey, I came run. That's all I got to see. Yeah. That's, uh, Oh man, yeah, I've been listening to the pod since last year. It's that's not even a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I told you, I said if I bring that, I told you that if I bring the microphone on, he's gonna think I'm gonna fire a couple questions at him. Dude, I, I'm I'm so happy for you, and I, you know I'll let you talk. I know you're you're gonna want to talk to your family, and um, uh, they're all they're all old. They're asleep, and <laughs> there's no worries there. I'll tell you something, they better not be asleep for this. Dude, it was um so special for me to even be able to share that with you man i mean like i said it, you're a warrior so you just keep kicking this thing's ass as they said you know it's in remission and uh you tell me when you're ready for that trip to la okay. this is all i, I tell you what i'm uh i'm gonna give this a solid fight for the next 45 60 days <laughs> and i'm gonna take my friend and we're gonna make the we're gonna make the six hour trek down there we're gonna drive down there and I'm absolutely going to take you up on that. We'll get Joey cold <laughs> We'll be ready to rock and roll. Okay, okay? you got it. All right, and I'm going to shoot you my number, and I mean it. We'll uh, let's work through this together, okay? Okay. All right. Sounds great. Hey, thanks for thanks for rushing off of the uh, you know the golf course and fitting this thinking? in. What are you thinking? <laughs> you just beat cancer. Well, 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 shit, dude. I could have my dad tell me this. So. <laughs> this beats this beats this ten times out of ten. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can help you out, buddy. But, but sure, yeah. for real, man, c congratulations. This was I can't tell you how cool it was for me to be able to share this message. I mean, absolutely mind blowing for me. And like I said, man, just keep doing you, okay? I'm a phone call away. Oh shit, hang right there folks, so sorry to interrupt, just want to interrupt to let you know that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped, the flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. They have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels cannot beat that, cannot underestimate the importance of taking care of those things downstairs. Folks, you can get 20% off. That's 20% off using promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O. B-I-B, 
L-E for 20% off and free shipping of your next Manscaped order today. Folks, enjoy the rest of the show. Enjoy your properly cleaned nutsacks. There he is. Hey, Robbie, how you doing? There's our boy. There's our boy. How we doing, buddy? Mr. Eric Gill, welcome to the show. Golf was golf was rough today, but you know, other than that, I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know what's pretty amazing? I give you the news yesterday. Next thing you yeah. know, you got a thing signed up. You're ready to go 18 holes with the boys. Absolutely, absolutely. You swung it okay? Oh, triple digits today. Triple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Eric, what I did was. I kind of let the followers know, you know, that we we played the video from yesterday. Okay. Letting you know. So I just kind of wanted to do, you know, a recap. I know a lot of people wanted to hear from you yourself. Um, obviously, it's beyond an in- inspiring story. If you could, first off, from your end, have you kind of, you know, it all sunk in after last night? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I knew for uh, I knew for a while that um, that things were going in the right direction, but um, it was uh, it was it was a good feeling just you know hearing it firsthand, you know, and um, I guess uh, you know it's 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 just a different feeling when those words hit versus just having a feeling about things. So um, yeah, I've, I've definitely you know within twenty four hours it's been uh, it's been good to just take those words in and. Uh, yeah, move oh, on. Amazing, Eric. I was telling my dad, I was before I made the call. You know, we've had a bunch of different interviews and different guests on, and I, I never really, I never really get nervous. You know, maybe a little jittery. I was so nervous before yesterday because I just I knew the magnitude of the statement I was about to tell you. Yeah, oh, sure. So I, you know, I called my sister, who's a doctor, and kind of I just wanted to make sure I got it right. You know, kind of <laughs> on all ends. I was more nervous than I'd ever been. Um, let me ask you something, Eric. Do you remember, you know, looking back now, do you remember when they gave you the diagnosis, the the doctors? Yeah. Um, so I was a um I was a D one athlete. Look at you. Yeah, and um down in Irvine and um and I unfortunately had to withdraw before uh, it was for tennis, then I had to withdraw before the season began. Um and um yeah, I just um I remember being um the process was a lot easier for me um just in terms of being surrounded by friends and family. Um it didn't really hit me entirely until um I was more so in isolation um with treatments. Right. Um but I'd say in the beginning the process was it was fairly easy um just because uh it's just, just being surrounded by love and you know, just familiar people. It just, um, after you got the initial diagnosis, did you have to go out to your friends and and tell them, was it hard to keep telling the same thing to friends and family throughout? Yeah. Um, it's, it, um, I, I have a bunch of different groups that I associate with. So it was very difficult to keep relaying that statement because obviously saying, you know, one statement to one group, isn't going to get relayed to the other groups. Um, so I did that. That was definitely one of the, um, I'd say that was probably one of the worst parts of the process was just having to practice a statement 
and having to rehearse it and saying it over and over again, you know, on a daily basis, I'd have to, you know, say that statement to people. Um, so it's just, um, it, it was definitely tough to say the least, but, um, it's just, um, you know, it is what it is. And I knew that that was just part of what I had to deal with. If if I could, and, you know, outside of, of treatment and all that, when, you know, a doctor comes and, and tells you that and gives a, a time frame and, and all of that day to day wise, what's your mindset like? Is it just an appreciation that, that you hadn't had? Are you kind of taking things in more than, than you, you would? Sure. It's, it's, it's more of a, a drive to want to capitalize on every single day um, that you have instead of just wanting to sit around and, you know, be on your phone while, you know, be on Instagram, you know, watch, watch Netflix. Um, you know, it's more of just a drive to, uh, you realize that your time frame might be closing to do some of the things that you want to do. Um, so you feel a real need to, you know, try to speed up the process and try to get things done. And, um, I can't speak for everyone um, that's had the same diagnosis. I understand that some people um, just sit around and that's what helps, you know. Um, but for me, it was it was a real drive to want to continue to do things and just, just capitalize on every single hour that I was up. You know, you, um, you mentioned something yesterday that, you know, really – I really thought about a lot was you said – you know, now that I I'd given you, I told you that's in remission, and you knew that you know it was it was going down. That it was almost in a way. Of course, you would never wish it upon anybody, but it was almost in a way kind of a blessing in disguise because of how you look at things now. Is that something that you think will now just continue every day? Absolutely. I mean, those are, I mean, feelings um, that I've had a year ago. Those don't dissipate. Um, they don't, they don't go away. I mean, the same, um, I feel like it's impossible once you, once you see the, the true meaning of life, it's, it's impossible to lose the, you know, depreciate that. And, um, you know, you always got to remember your roots and the things that happened to you. And I think it's, um, it's very important for everyone that's been through traumatic events, um, to embrace it and, um, to just, you know, always take something from it. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, even in the most terrible of circumstances, you know, good things can come of it. And it's always important to remember those good things. Does it get on another note, does it get to you if, you know, after going through and battling through what you've battled through, does it get to you if you hear or see online or something, somebody complain about something so stupid no it doesn't at all I mean um circumstances are different for everyone so you know something that's minor to someone something that might seem minor to someone you know might be a really major thing to that person and I've, I think it's really important to avoid passing judgment on someone um you never know what they've been through I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people complaining right now through about quarantine and um right. You know, and I'm sure it's getting to some people more than others, and it's important not to pass judgment on those people. I mean, it's just, um, it's always key to just understand where people have come from, and I think, um, you know, you can't can't judge a book by its cover, you know, so um, it, hearing people complain never, it, it doesn't get to me at all. It's just, um, 
Um, if anything, I want to seek to understand, you know, why that thing is getting to them. And if I can help, I'd love to help. But um, I think that um, just because I have cancer doesn't mean that doesn't give me the right to look down on people just because they're complaining about something. Eric, I tell you, man, I, I admire you. I, I said to your dad last night, I, I couldn't believe, you know, when this happened that you're as young as 20, 21 years old now. It's just, I mean, the way you think, you would, you would, you would wish a lot of more people out there would think the way that you do. What, what's next for you, bud? The cancer's in remission. What's next? Just getting out, getting after it, 18 holes. Yeah, just getting after it and, you know, living life and, um, you know, continuing to capitalize on each day. And, um, you know, just because my time frame might be longer now, I don't think that my mindset shouldn't change at all and just, just keep going after it, keep chasing music. And, um, yeah, sports are coming back soon, so that'll Amen. be good. Amen. Well, Eric, again, like I said, the, I, I really – we're going to play, you know, on the show – our talk last night um and then you know i thought it was cool to kind of get the guests to kind of recap we put on the instagram and um you know you deserve everything coming your way as far as the support and all that how long you been a friend of the pod for oh more than a year a long time since 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 it started all right baby this is this is episode 62 close us down say this is eric gill and you've been listening to the brilliantly dumb show this is eric gill and you've been listening to the brilliant dumb show Eric, we admire you, man. Keep pushing. We're behind you. And like I said, I'm a phone call away. Yeah, I appreciate it, Rob. All right, brother. You're the best. Take care. You too. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy, can I bother you for a second?